Welcome to Whatever the Weather with ABC7. Does opening windows make you more safe in a severe thunderstorm? Where in Chicagoland is most likely to get hit by a tornado? Which weather phenomenon causes the most fatalities? ABC7 meteorologist Tracy Butler and anchor Terrell Brown will tell you next on Whatever the Weather. We're going to be chatting about weather today. I'm Terrell Brown and Tracy Butler. I think our real topic for discussion is going to be the fact that just to get folks in this mindset about severe weather preparedness. And the thing is, right now, you don't really think a whole lot about it because it's so cold outside. Yeah. So there is, I mean, a voluminous amount of information that we could talk about. But if you were to sort of narrow that down into, let's say, the maybe big three or five things that we need to keep in mind when it comes to severe weather and what we need to know, what would you think that some of those things are? The very first thing is have multiple ways to get a warning or to be aware Ooh. of a weather situation. And you know what? So many people rely on the outdoor sirens. Yeah. And so many people say, well, I didn't hear a siren. They are for outdoors. They're not for when you're inside a building, not for when you're inside school, not when you're inside shopping at the mall or the grocery store. It's come over years of just being used to something. Yeah. You know, we have so many ways and advantages now to get warnings. I mean, whether it's a social media route or on our ABC7 app, um, our AccuWeather app. The, the alerts on my phone are the big thing now. Yes. Every single sports team, little league, soccer, you know, if your children are outside playing basketball or tennis or on a golf team or something, designate somebody to be the, quote, meteorologist in charge, somebody who's going to be watching the weather while everybody else is watching the score or the kids go down the field or something. Designate somebody in charge of weather, the assistant coach or somebody. And I feel very passionate about that because a lot of times, you know, people will say, oh, well, you know what? Yeah, I saw lightning, but... Uh, it's probably it's out so, there. It's out there. It's not over. Yeah. You know, yep. it's it's heat lightning, mm-hmm. which I'd like to say there's no such thing as heat lightning. People think, oh, it gets so hot and that's just heat lightning. What people refer to as heat lightning mm-hmm. is just lightning that is a distance, a distance away. Yeah. You have to remember that lightning does travel. It can travel 10 to 15 miles away. People don't realize that and they think, Oh, we have time to, fi- you know, finish this period in the game or, you know, we've, we have time to get to the 18th hole or if you see it, flee it. If you hear it, clear it. And when thunder roars, get indoors. So, so you're saying when you see lightning, it's time to take some kind of action. Yes. Now, there is a formula that you can use to time how far away a thunderstorm is. Are you aware of that? No. Oh, is it the see it and then wait three seconds or count and yes! between the moment that you see it and hear the, the yes, thunder? Yes, exactly. Oh, okay. Got yeah. it. Now, now, what's the distance? What the, okay. Does a second equal a mile? For every five seconds... It's a mile away. Five oh, seconds okay. per one mile. See, I always thought it was one second per mile. So I was yeah. way off. <laughs> I, I thought lightning was way out there. It was actually probably pretty close. All right, it's good to know. All right, so that's that's the first thing. What would you say right. is another? Have a plan in your family. Know where you're going to go. If there's a tornado warning that's issued, know where to go in your home. And of course, we talk about this all the time. You want to go to the lowest room in the building that you're in. And it's just really key that you stay away from windows. Because there's this old myth and this old wives tale. Oh, if we open the windows, we'll lessen the pressure. No. Not true. 
Not true. Do not run around first, wasting time opening windows. Mm -hmm. And no, you got to get away from windows because people are often injured by shattered glass. So do you guys just can we talk a little bit about that? How technology has sort of come along a little bit and how much more leeway we have now in terms of predicting how bad weather can potentially be. So if we get we get into a situation where we've got a storm coming, what what is the time that we can now predict or you can as to how far out danger may actually be. Well, you know what? The the advances have come so far, and there are so many people who are certified storm chasers, mm-hmm. and that's what they do. The, you know, the people who are out there storm chasing, they do have a purpose. They do serve a purpose, and it's very important that if this is something you're interested in, you just don't go out there willy-nilly and say, oh, I'm going to go find me a tornado today. You know, yeah, you, know you know what you're doing. Yeah. It is really serious business. This isn't this isn't the movie Twister here. Right. You know, this is really something very serious. But yeah, the advances have been so great just in the development of radar itself, mm-hmm. being able to detect that. Is there a certain part of the area, especially when we're talking about the Chicago area and Chicago land, that's more prone to tornadoes and tornado-like activity than others? I know... I, for some reason, I thought this, but but am I am I going to see a tornado right by the lake on the south side of Chicago where I live, or is that more likely to happen a little more inland or out in the suburbs or out in DeKalb? I mean, where where do tornadoes hit, and will a tornado hit in the middle of a city? Tornadoes have hit in the middle of cities so many times. People will say, "Well, there's tall buildings that'll protect us." Yeah, you remember in Dallas. There was a huge tornado that hit Dallas. That's right. You know, we're talking about towns in Oklahoma, in in Missouri, St. Louis. Um, You know, none of us are immune to it here. And it can happen even in Chicago. Of course, 1967, we had the Oak Lawn tornado, which so many people still remember. Um, You know, we had the Plainfield tornado back in 1990. And then more recently, you know, in more rural areas, certainly get out to Washington Illinois, and you and I had visited there a year after it had happened. You know, this area, no place is immune. Yes, we could have a tornado even here in the city of Chicago, and I never want somebody to be lulled into a false sense of security that it couldn't happen. I remember um, several years ago, you know, people, I grew up in Pittsburgh, as you know, Mm -hmm. and the only reason I bring that up is because people always said, oh, there's all these mountains around Pittsburgh. We'll never get a tornado here. Right. Don't you know, not too long ago, there was a tornado at the top of Mount Washington. At the top of it? Which overlooks the city of Pittsburgh. Yeah. Oh, yes. And it was very damaging. Wow. You know, so all these landmarks and all these things and all these buildings that so many people will often think, oh, it'll protect us. No, not necessarily. So geography has nothing to do with it, right? The, the geography has a place in that places like California typically don't get as much convection or that rising in the atmosphere. So they don't see as many tornadoes. Mm-hmm. They can, but not like where we are here. So that geography, but the topography of the land, that sort of thing, you know, those things don't stop something from happening like that. Oh, so, you know, we're, we're sort of right in this time period, I know we're, we're talking about getting ready and being prepared, but when is the time period when this kind of thing starts to really pick up and actually happen? The height of severe weather season for us here in Illinois and Indiana is really April through June. Oh, we're coming up there. So we're coming up on it. 
you know, and you do hear about early occurrences of severe weather and tornadoes in the Deep South. Well, it's starting to get warmer there. There's starting to get more of that clash of air masses, you know, in the Southeast, in Alabama and Georgia. Um, you know, places like that have an earlier start mm -hmm. in their severe weather season, February, in fact. But for us, the typical height is April through June. But as we have seen, and as you and I, again, talked about the Washington tornado and in Coal City, that happened November 17th, 2013. Yeah, well outside of that. Well point, outside. Right? Last year, Ottawa Nay Plate, February 28th. Again, just because it's winter, just because it's fall, doesn't mean that we can't have severe weather here. That's something you've always got to think about. Yeah, I know. Um, so anything else on that whole, I know we talked about three things that you kind of want to know as we get going. We talked about being prepared and being ready to go and anything else you would say? I will tell you that people are often surprised when I tell them between lightning, between flash flooding, between tornadoes and severe storms, mm -hmm. what do you think is the... Um, Biggest weather phenomenon that causes fatalities? Um, wow. I would say my, my first guess would actually be tornadoes. Okay. It's actually flash flooding. Wow, really? It's flash flooding. And here's the thing. This is why the Weather Service adopted that motto of turn around, don't drown. Because people don't realize how powerful water is. Oh, we see it all the time. We see it all. How many times have you been... We're doing the, the morning show, we're yep. on the air, and you are, you know, we watching somebody stuck. Exactly, because we're watching somebody stuck in water. Yeah, high standing water. So, so that is actually the biggest. Yeah, it it is and, and nationwide. And do you think it's just because people underestimate? Yes, I think people underestimate the power of water. Unbelievable. And we've seen how much damage it can just do in your home if mm -hmm. you have a leaky roof or something like that. Yeah. It's nothing to play around with. Just because we have a, let's say you hear a flash flood watch or a flash flood warning, that means it's happening and stay away from those areas. This is what we do, baby. When it comes to the weather, we are all about staying on top of it as things start to heat up a bit. Weather affects Every single person. I always say it doesn't matter how tall or short you are, how old you are, how what your beliefs are. So it affects everybody. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's such a big deal. Yeah, there's no taking sides nope. in the weather department. Nope. When it's happening, it's happening. You got it. do a podcast where we get to know Terrell. Ooh. <laughs> See, I, I don't know if that would be fit for listening ears. We would have to screen that a little bit. <laughs> oh, there are so many good things good that people don't know about you and how wonderful you are, and I want them to know. You are too sweet and too good to me. I say that all the time, Tracy Butler. This was a pleasure. You can find this and more podcasts like it at abc7chicago.com slash podcasts.